Welcome to CME on ReachMD. This episode is part of our Minute CE curriculum. Prior to beginning the activity, please be sure to review the faculty and commercial support disclosure statements, as well as the learning objectives. This is CME on ReachMD, and I'm Dr. Sarana Siegel-Lohr. Here with me today is Dr. David Wall. Let's consider a case. We have our patient, JR, who is a 54-year-old cis male diagnosed with HIV infection in 1998. The CD4 cell nadir at the time was 188 cells, and the CD4 count now is 765. Our patient has been on successive antiretroviral regimens since his diagnosis and maintained virologic suppression. He has been on lopinavir, ritonavir, tenofovir, disoprost, sulfumarate, and FTC. He switched to an integrase-based regimen with L-vitegravir, cobicistat, and currently is on vitegravir, tenofovir, alapenamide, and FTC. His BMI now is 23 kilograms per meter squared. His blood pressure within normal range, 128 over 86 on enalapril. Never cigarette smoker, total cholesterol 168, the LDL 118, HDL of 50. And overall, his risk score is relatively low, if not normal. Now, Dr. Wall, this doesn't seem to me like a patient who really would be on our radar for cardiovascular disease in HIV. Can you tell me a little bit more why we're talking about this case? Yeah, no, thank you. This is an actual case with just some minor details changed up a little bit. But this is a case that strikes me as emblematic of the issue that we're talking about, which is cardiovascular disease in people living with HIV. Because the next visit after these numbers were obtained and this history is obtained, I saw this patient and he informed me that he had been admitted to a local hospital a couple of months before because he had chest pain and had an MI, non-ST elevation MI, ended up going to catheterization, having angioplasty because of a left circumflex, almost 100% occlusion, and now has stents, is on a blood thinner, plus aspirin, plus metoprolol. So it goes to show you that the calculator said there was a 5% risk. He was in that 5%, but I think his risk was probably higher. And there's a lot of data that show us that whether we use the Framingham or the more up-to-date American Heart Association calculator, it probably underestimates the risk of people living with HIV for cardiovascular disease, probably because there's some things that are not measured. And those who really study this a lot say maybe one of those big drivers is inflammation. Inflammation caused by immune activation, even though the virus is latent, there could be still some stimulation of the immune system. We know that that can happen, and that could lead to downstream effects, including cardiovascular disease. That could be part of it. I think that might be. The other thing, of course, is that maybe there's other factors that we don't really calculate, like exposure to smoke from other people or smoking marijuana or other environmental factors or stress and things like that. So for me, this was an eye-opener. And here's a person who I didn't think was that significant risk, who I reassured. And it turns out, you know, that he had an MI. And I felt really badly about that. And Dr. Wall, thank you for bringing up the American Heart Association guidelines recently there was an update specifically towards our patients living with HIV, recognizing that their rates of MI and all other cardiovascular risks are much higher, even after controlling for demographic and classic clinical risk factors. 
we know that there's a recent study, the Reprieve study, that looked at starting statins in a number of these patients, and it clearly made an impact in the reduction of cardiovascular risk. So I think this case really helps us highlight risk where we may not think there's risk. And here we have the study that suggests we have an intervention. So I really thank you for this case. It is an eye-opener. And unfortunately, that's all we have for today. This has been a brief but great discussion. Our time is up. And thanks to everybody for listening. You've been listening to CME on ReachMD. This activity is provided by Prova Education and is part of our Minute CE curriculum. To receive your free CME credit or to download this activity, go to reachmd.com slash Prova. Thank you for listening.